You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome to the Life Rules Podcast, where we talk about your real-world questions and music. Each week, we'll bring you conversation, advice, and stories based on real-life experiences to help you authentically live your best life. Whether you're making the rules or breaking the rules, you deserve a life that rules. Hey, lovers. And haters. I'm Roxy Rocketfire. And I'm Tabs. Sometimes I get real nasally, so I got to keep it down here. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like when you talk like that, you're like trying to use some deep, sexy voice and it just makes me laugh. No. <laughs> just me. You haven't heard my deep, sexy oh, voice yet. Gosh. Hopefully you never will. Remember how I used to have that voicemail that was like, you've reached Roxy. Yes, I, I remember. Li- literally. Here we go. Already failed. Every I didn't press start yet. <laughs> Literally everyone who um I have to set this up to time my or to catch my bad yeah. words here. Um listen for all the words. I am picking it. Okay, there we go. No, I what were we saying? <laughs> I don't know. No, I I tried to have that voicemail because there's nothing oh. worse than getting someone's voicemail. So I feel like, well, I mean, there's worse things in the world. But when you get somebody's voicemail, it's such like a, so I was like, you've reached Roxy. And if you need to leave me a message. <laughs> and and literally people's voicemails to me were like laughter. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can see why. They're like, oh, my God, was that you? <laughs> like no different person. Yeah, completely. I, I, I outsource. <laughs> <laughs> So in the last episode, we talked about if I've ever done anything and like thought of you mm-hmm. and the not the other day, but like last week, mm-hmm. we tried this new pizza place downtown. Mm-hmm. It was so delicious. Mm-hmm. But um, Luke <laughs> and our friend Mike got this chicken garlic pizza. Mm-hmm. It looked delicious, but it had like full cloves of garlic on it. Right. Oh, boy. So I was telling Luke, like, don't eat that. You're going to get heartburn. Like, mm-hmm. just pick some of that garlic off because you don't want to be eating full cloves. <laughs> And he was like, you okay, that's fine. You can't trust him to make his own. No, because he was like, do I eat this whole thing? Oh. Like, what do I do? Because yeah. it's roasted. So, like, you can. Yeah. But I was like, no, like, you don't want to do that. So he was picking the garlic off. And so the next day I could, like, I smelled this really weird, like, not weird. It wasn't, like, bad. Yeah. But it was just, like, this really distinct smell. Mm-hmm. And we kept thinking it was from the garlic. So Luke was like, I'll go brush my teeth, like, whatever. And I'm like, it's not that, though. Like, it's not coming from your mouth. Right. And then I realized at the end of the day that, like, every time I ate garlic, you would tell me that I smelled, like, sulfur. And oh, yeah. that's what I was smelling. Yeah. And so that was the total, like, holy crap, now I get what Roxy smells. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I have a sulfur sensitivity. Mm-hmm. So I am currently not eating foods that are high in sulfur. Right. And so what happens is I can smell the person and i know i've offended people before i'm like you had garlic yesterday it's not even the same day in most cases mm-hmm. like in that case it probably was yeah because it was such a high quantity well, it was the next day but yeah. yeah but i will smell and it's not coming from their mouth i can just smell that they've had generally it's garlic sometimes it's onion yeah but generally those two go hand in hand yeah but i'll just be like oh you had italian yesterday and the person like looks at me like what and i'm like yeah and they're like oh my god and i'm like no it's not like that at all but i do have to tell you sometimes you don't say it like that upbeat you'll be like you had garlic. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> and then no, I'm for like, sure. Yeah. I'm like, well, because you, I feel <laughs> no, like I could have heard you say it to other people that aren't me in that same tone same of voice. Tone. And I've just been like, Ooh. 
calm it down over it's, there. Uh, it's hard <laughs> being a vampire, okay? <laughs> I mean, this is the life of a vampire over here. It's so funny. It is. But I'm glad that you've actually discovered, like, isn't it weird, though? It, yeah, but I've smelled it before. I just haven't, like, recognized what it was. But it was so strong that I was like, okay, this is, like, what the heck is this? And I realized that's what it was. I wonder if it's not because, see, now that you told me. So Tab asked me, where where do you get recipes? <laughs> like in January and I was like eh, nowhere lately you know just that's all she said I'm like you can you know sometimes look on Pinterest but let's thinking, let's give a backstory for people that, that don't know it. Roxy she eats a certain way uh-huh so I specifically asked you thinking that you were going to give me places where you specifically get <laughs> recipes not like in general recipes because why would you even look at that that's why I asked you and not someone else I know where to find recipes. Do you, though? Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, no. So it's funny because in my mind, I thought, what would she want recipes like I eat for? <laughs> I know that you eat fish and that you'll eat, you know, vegetarian. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking anything I send her is going to be gluten-free, vegan, soy-free, all the whole gamut. Yeah. So I'm not thinking that you're saying, where do I personally get my kind of recipes to eat like myself? I get it. I should have been more specific, but I just figured you would be like, oh, she's asking me where I get recipes. So, like, I'm going to send her something that I use, yeah. not... I don't know. I look on websites. Uh, well, it's weird. Too, uh, it's weird too because I um, sent you that tabbouleh that I made. Mm-hmm. Did I send it to you? Yeah. God, it was so good. I made it again. So good. It's gluten free. And um, so, but it's funny too because today she tells me, "Oh, in January for the whole month, I was gluten free, vegan, sugar free," and I was like, "What the fuck?" And soy free. So Double. I did all of the things. You did all the Roxy. Yeah. And And I did it for, like, the beginning of January into February for a full 30 days Uh um, just to kind of see, like, what my body felt like. So the whole reason why I stopped eating meat in general was because I had a lot of, like, digestive issues. Mm -hmm. And no matter what I did, like, I went to the doctor about it, like, all these things. um, And he said, try eating, like, less fatty foods. Try Mm -hmm. this. Try that. Try fiber. Like, I tried everything and nothing was working. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I'm just going to try this and see if it works. As soon as I stopped eating meat, I stopped having issues. Mm -hmm. So I just haven't gone back. Mm -hmm. Whatever. That's fine. I don't want to feel like crap every day. No, absolutely not. I mean, the thing is, is that meat causes inflammation, as does dairy. So that's, I cut out anything that can be a sensitivity to people, Mm -hmm. um, just to kind of see, like, what happened. Mm -hmm. And I had good results. Mm -hmm. It's not something that I want to do forever. But I know, like, it's a good way to kind of reset your body. Absolutely. And I'm I'm curious if you being able to smell that the other day had, had anything some, to do with yeah. it. I, I mean, it could have, mm-hmm. definitely. But I would say, like, had that been the case, I would have smelled it before. Like, the first thing I made with garlic in it that we both ate, I probably but, would have smelled it. I just think because there was, like, so much, that's probably why. Or you guys... I'm actually a vampire, and I bit Tabitha, <laughs> and she doesn't realize it. I don't. Think I turned it. her. <laughs> <laughs> that was the creepiest laugh I've ever heard. Good. Well, B I have, minus again. I have our score for <laughs> <laughs> the Like So app. We got a B minus sixty-eight fillers. What was it last time? Sixty-seven. Mm. Let's find out. Um, one actually, 35 likes, 20 so's, two you know's, one I mean, one literally, one right, one whatever, and five just. One okay. 
I don't know if I said that. So, all right, we're going to save that session as well. So we'll see how we do. Uh, we should put like the all of the statistics on the yeah Instagram or whatever. Yeah, we will, and then also we can like show you that app. I mean, it's not like a kickback yeah. or anything. Yeah. Speaking Just of in kickbacks, case we want to. Uh... <laughs> you don't like my segue. <laughs> um, just in case you want to polish your speech, <laughs> I said polish. <laughs> um, you know what's a really convenient way to get your dog's food? No, what? Chewy. No way. Yeah, if you go to Chewy.com, you can get a good deal on food. But even better, if you go to liferulespod.com slash Chewy, guess what happens? You get a discount. You do. You get 30% off your first auto ship, plus you support the show. Sweet. We're hungry over here. <laughs> uh, who's hungry? You were that dog. Not me. <laughs> they need to support the show so we can eat. I get it, but just <laughs> how you said it was not. We're hungry over here. What did you oh, think? Gosh. I was projecting a dog. Yeah. <laughs> that was the worst. Actually, it's funny. I wanted to talk today about um, something that's kind of like, uh, not a segue, but I'm going to make it one. Mm-hmm. Um, when you talked about, um, you know, kind of resetting your body. Mm-hmm. Also, it's a good idea to reset your mind, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to, like, negative thinking and stuff. Um, because I think there's a lot of people that put a lot of negative words or thoughts out there. Mm-hmm. We all do it. Yeah. Yeah. And so what I, what ends up happening is they just tend to be real negative repeatedly, and it sort of pulls them into a downward spiral. Whereas if you try to talk up more positively, you're mm-hmm. going to have more success. No. I like this. This is something that I've been working on for a few months now. Um, I like that. So, yeah. So, I am not the type of person that can listen to, um, man, like, uh, I'm sorry, uh, what's the things that you say over and over? You know, like you say, like, positive, like, affirmations. Yeah. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do that. I yeah. realize I saying I can't is a negative as well. Mm-hmm. But I just it's not for me. Yeah. I don't want to listen to him after you say it twice. I'm like, okay, yeah, I get it. <laughs> but if that works through, that's cool. Yeah. I don't like those either. But I can write something down like today's going to be a great day or yeah. I feel really healthy today, you know. So I got this really cool like it's not a calendar necessarily, but it's like breaks down your week and you can make a to-do list out of it, right? Yep. And on the bottom of the week, it says like what your hopes are for the week, like high, medium, or low. And then it asks like another question. And then at the top, it says like what actually happened this week, mm-hmm. like high, medium, low. So like you can rate your hopes and then rate how it actually went, yeah. which is really cool. Yeah, that is. Um, do you tend to be in like range with where like you thought? So I've been trying to be more positive, Mm -hmm. like, for the past few months or whatever, but I just started this, like, two weeks ago. So we'll see. I'll keep you guys updated. Yeah, I like that. So um, I have a planner, which I learned from watching you. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, just in the past, I wasn't always into using them as much. And this Mm -hmm. one, I just really like the way that it breaks it down. Like, there's three blocks. Yeah. And then there's, like, a whole thing across the top. So I can write, like... In three different blocks for the day of the week, and I can write the days of the week across the top. So I'll write, like, my appointments, like, on my refrigerator, on my planner, and then across the top of the planner. But it just helps me, like, sort of, like, ingrain them, and then I don't have to keep churning them in my head. Mm -hmm. But also I can use each column in the row for something different. So, like, in the first box, I can put, 
this is like my appointment for today. Yeah. And the next one I can say like, this is what I have to do for my business today. And the third one I can write like, I feel healthy today. So I like that. And I like the idea where like, if you have tried a planner before and you were like, this isn't for me, mm-hmm. go try another one. Mm-hmm. Because I was always the kind of person, like I've always been a planner person. Mm-hmm. It's just like who I am. But I haven't always liked the ones that I got. Mm-hmm. So I'll start filling them out. And then I notice like over time I stop doing it. Mm-hmm. And the only planner that I can seem to stick with is the happy planner. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I'm obsessed You're with happy. it. <laughs> I love it so much. They got you. <laughs> they really did. Well, I will say the same because I was I bought one that has like all these stickers with mm-hmm. it. OK. And I'm like, I'm not five. OK. Yeah. I'm not even 12 and I'm not 16. Like uh, right. I'm not even a millennial, this. you yeah. guys. Sorry. I don't need this. But I liked the breakdown of those columns in that row. And I thought to myself when it became 2020, I'm like, I just have to get this planner again. Mm -hmm. And I decided to use the stickers a little bit. Like you can put a little airplane if you're going to take a trip and like a little – there's just – it's almost like meditative in itself when you sit with it and just kind of plan out like, okay, here's what's going to happen. Yeah. And get everything in order. Now, I like there's like little heart. I could put little hearts when I'm going to do like self-care, or little arrows when I have like an appointment. It's silly, but, you know, it kind of makes you invested in your process. It doesn't feel so chaotic because I think we need to take some space. Yeah. I also think that that's probably why I remember things so well is because I like I do the same thing. I'll set up my month. So mm-hmm. I have a big like mm-hmm. dry erase calendar on my fridge. Same. I'll write it on that. I write in my planner mm-hmm. and then I'll write like whatever I have to do like that day or week like out on a list. Mm-hmm. So it's like no matter what, I'm going to remember these things and I don't have to constantly look at it. Mm-hmm. But in the beginning of the week, it's just something small I can do to make sure that like I'm set. Yep. I, yeah. There's a lot of times where I can write something down. And I don't have to go back and look at it, yeah. but at least I have it there. Right. And I also have it in my phone. And I'm a, yeah, I would do my phone too. <laughs> I'm a second guesser though, where like if I know that I put this down and this is when I have to be there, I'm still going to look at it a yes. few times to confirm that yes. I'm right. Yeah. Because I panic about those things. Especially when you have a lot of things going yeah. on. You're like, wait, is this the right time? Yeah. What's the right time? Yeah. Well, I mean, one of the things, too, is like gratitude and like writing things as if they've already happened. Mm -hmm. It's really important that even like in stressful times like we've been experiencing lately, like there's been a lot of crap going on. And it's just important to think about like to keep your head about you. I'm not going to tell you like life is fragile. Like this is that's every day of my life. I've pretty much been I've been very vocal about that. Yeah. Um, Just like on social media and stuff like. But what I will say is, is keep in your head what you are grateful for. Like today I saw somebody posted like, I opened both eyes this morning and I'm really grateful for that. And like there are times where that's like, okay, we get it. You're Mm -hmm. all patty positive over there, you know. But honestly, there's days where people really need to hear that. Yeah. So you don't have to put that on social media. You can wake up and I – We'll do. I have done a journal thing since the beginning of the year, but I'm not a journaler. Mm-hmm. So I found an app where you can write, like you can type, but you can also text to talk. Mm-hmm. So before Makes I even get out of bed, yeah, before I, like I even get out of bed, I just hear all the things that are running around in my head because I have anxiety. Mm-hmm. So even if I didn't, I might still want to use this. But for me, what it's done is I can just all that stuff's right there. Yeah. Even if it's just like yesterday was great, took tour into the vet. I got to do this, this, and this today, blah. You know, it's out of my, you know, and then Torin doesn't have to listen to my. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He doesn't have to listen. No, I like that a lot. I've always been big on I am like a journaler, Mm -hmm. 
well, I've said that really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but it started like in high school. I would mm-hmm. always like write down like little things that I was like feeling or whatever. But Dear I'm not diary. not like that. But like I'm not one to like say that to another person necessarily. Mm-hmm. So it's always like in my head just kind of going and that's the only way that I can get it out. And I like that too because I am the kind of person that needs to say it to a person, but I can't always expect all of my friends to be there at every single moment that I need to dump everything on them. Yeah. And and you know as well as I do that I've definitely had that like not expectation, but like I don't feel like it was an expectation of my friends. Like, hey, I've got a bunch of stuff rolling around in my head and I need to dump it out. Yeah. But I did need that. Yeah. And so I had to find a way to not (laughs) – I mean, I would be completely willing to listen to any of my friends as well. It's just y'all don't operate on the same level of anxiety that I do. I get that, and I can see where you would think something like that, but I also think it's that person's, like, preference. Mm -hmm. I do have a lot of people that I could talk to and dump my problems on or tell them how I was feeling, and Mm -hmm. they'd probably even appreciate that a little bit more than what I do. But Raise his hand. Something, like, in my brain is Mm -hmm. just, like, Work this out on your own, figure it out, and then maybe, like, Mm -hmm. you can share it. Um, And I also am one of those people that, like, I'll internalize stuff so much until I'm, like, literally crying in my driveway. And then I'm like, okay, how the F am I going to walk in my house crying kind of thing? And it's not that, like, I have to because I don't. It's just who I am. And that's the thing, too. I feel like it's that way for me. It's that's who I am. Like, yeah. I dump it out. Right. That's the only way that I can. I don't even need you to actually solve it for me. Right. Just, Just let me get it out yeah. so that then I, I, like, okay, now I'm reset. Maybe if I hear my own thoughts aloud, yeah. you know? Yeah. No, I get that. So I think, like, making sure that you're writing down, like, I did this or this is my goal for the week or, you know, I wrote down something that I um, heard one time, like, you're going to fail in life. Mm-hmm. So just – Commit and make it your goal to fail nine times. Yeah. So on my fridge, it says fail nine times. Mm-hmm. That way you don't feel that pressure to, like, always be achieving. Like, if I if I mess this up, it's okay. I got six more to go, you know. Yeah. It feels a lot less pressure that yeah. way. It takes something off of you, yeah. even if you're putting it on yourself. Whether you're a perfectionist or not, I don't think people – people don't want to fail. Yeah. If you're going to try something, it should be worth doing. I do think, though, that people handle failure differently. So if you are a perfectionist, it hits you a little bit harder no mm-hmm. matter, like, how you let that, like, change you or, mm-hmm. like, how you get that out. But I think that when you are a perfectionist, it's just different. You can't just always roll with the punches. It it's makes very it difficult. It's very difficult because I'm a perfectionist. Same. Yeah. It's very difficult to – not like to take something lightly yeah when you're so like you've just invested every fiber of your being into it being right i think that's part of the reason probably why i internalize a lot more is because i not like i've never felt pressured for from someone else to be like this perfect like Mm -hmm. can't have problems or emotions kind of person but something inside of me has always been like you can handle this on your own so just suck it up Mm -hmm. and figure it out Mm mm-hmm Well, that's wild that you say that because I have a tough time breaching that threshold. But then as soon as I do, 
Mm-hmm. Like, I, like maybe I wasn't there with you at one point, but then once I broke it, I will literally tell you everything. Right. Like, but I have to, I'm very, like, protective of my bubble and who I let in. Yeah. So I get what you're saying about having that, like, protective nature, like, sort of, it's just natural. Yeah. Like, to react a certain way to something where... It's not like I didn't have anybody telling me I had to be perfect either. Right. But it's always been you my You put it on own, yourself. Yes, from as little – from as young as I can Same. remember. Yep. Same for me. I just – and maybe that's because we're Libras. We have to have everything just in balance. But, yeah. but I think a lot of people are probably like that. I think it's like – yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of a trip because when you think of how many things actually get done perfectly, I mean, nothing's perfect. No. Like, never. Oh, except for when you have a kid. I'm sorry, but that's just freaking perfect. <laughs> it's funny, They're too, perfect. though, because I feel like in a lot of ways we're very similar. But mm-hmm. when it comes to like that, there is people that you'll like let in and have those mm-hmm. like, OK, now I feel like I can tell you all this. <laughs> where like it doesn't matter how close I am with someone. There's some things that I just like mm-hmm. have to do on my own. I get that. And I I respect that at the same time. Sometimes I feel like I'm sent to beat it out of you at points. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like sometimes I think we're, you know, we're in each other's lives for different reasons. And maybe sometimes my reason, part of my reason for being in yours is to push you a little bit more out of that comfort zone. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I, I don't, not like I'm trying, but just maybe that's why, but it's also likely to pull me back a little bit. Yeah. And I, I don't know if I've ever mentioned before on the show, but um, Julie, who I used to work with is just really like, it's all good. And mm-hmm. I was always like, ah! so I just always really admired how she could let things roll a lot easier. Mm-hmm. And so I think that we do get people in our lives that encourage us to be better in a, you know, in a positive way. But yeah. not that we're wrong for who we are, or yeah. how we do it, but just. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Um, something else that you can do is not get, um, well, surround yourself with good people, which mm-hmm. is basically what we talked about, um, but also not get pulled into a victim. Mm-hmm. You know, um, mentality, if you're constantly saying, like, this sucks for me or I can't do anything right or I'm dumb, like, or I'm just a failure, like, none of that stuff is helpful. Yeah. I hate when people talk negatively about themselves. Same. That's a big pet peeve of mine. And my mom does it all the time. Mm-mm. And I always make her, like, change what she says. Yep. And I think she gets annoyed with it, but I also think she appreciates it a little bit. Yeah. But I've found when it comes to my friends, if there's someone in particular that talks like that, mm-hmm. I'll not intentionally, but I'll pull myself away from them more like this isn't what I want to be around. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to like kind of fall off a little. No, absolutely. I think that here we go with me and thinking again. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely feels to me that when people are like that, I tend to want to distance myself. But for years, I've always like wanted to change what the person said but Mm -hmm. i wanted them to do it and it's funny because i just did this poll where i asked people um like are you misunderstood or do people get you and everybody was like no like surprise overwhelming Mm -hmm. everybody felt like no people don't get me and then i asked why and somebody said like well it's just i don't explain things well it's my bad and i want to be like no Mm -hmm. you know like it's not take that back it's not your fault that people don't get you yeah like, there's some amount that you can control, and there's some amount that you can't. Yeah. What can you control? Breathe. Think about what you're going to say. Have good intentions. You know. And the way that other people think about you or respond to things that you do isn't necessarily your responsibility. Yep. 
Exactly. You can only, yeah, you can only control like how you respond and how you deliver. And and then too, and we've talked about this before, if there's a situation where you know that you've said something wrong, address it right away. Yeah. As soon as you realize, I think I said that wrong. Did I say that wrong to yeah. you? Or like, was that offensive because I didn't mean it to be like that? Yeah. Because mostly the person's going to go, yeah, and I didn't really know how to tell you. Mm-hmm. They're not going to like say it like that, but that's how they're going to feel. Yeah. And so it definitely puts them at ease. I messaged somebody that I don't know super well, but it was on a semi-sensitive topic and will message very little here and there. And when I said something to her and then afterwards I thought, oh, my God, oh, my God, what, what if she reads that wrong? Because, mm-hmm. like I said, it was sensitive. Yeah. And and then I, w- I kind of said, like, mm, I was just thinking, I kind of mean it like this. And then I just left it. And then, like, the next day she's like, I agree with you 100%. And I was like, whew, I didn't piss off this girl I barely know. Yeah. But to me it was important that I didn't, you know, I didn't. I wanted to be responsible for what I could be responsible for. Yeah. And then if somebody takes it wrong, then I it- feel like that's a hard part, too. And a lot of people take um, written communication a little bit like the way that you're reading it isn't the way that I meant it. Yeah. So don't read too much into how people like, especially text messaging. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people will get worked up about like. Well, they said it like this, but did they really say it like that? Or is that just how you're reading it? Like you with huh? Yeah. Like when I read your huh, I'm like, bitch. Yeah. You're all, but that's not, but I'm really like, what? Yeah. You're like, what? Yeah. What are you talking about? Yes. Yeah. So, but that's why the audio text is so good. Yeah. I don't like it though. (laughs) Well, we're going to practice being more positive. We're going to continue to do this because I, I like this idea. I think that we're on the right track. And if you have any tips or little things that you do, share them with us. Yeah. Send us a message on Instagram. We love getting your messages on Instagram. It's so great. (laughs) All right. See you next time. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And connect with us on Instagram at Life Rules Pod. Check you later.